Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Han. And together we are the Honest Mummies. We started this podcast as a way of connecting with other mums to let them know that they're not alone in the lifelong learning journey that is known as motherhood. I'm a pre and postnatal personal trainer and Nick's a registered dietitian. And although this podcast series isn't focused on nutrition and fitness, you can find more information about both of these topics in our ebooks, The Strong Mama Guide and The Mummy Nutrition Guide. And you can get 10% off using the code The Honest Mummies. We really hope you enjoy listening to our honest and open accounts of our experiences. And don't forget to tag us on social media at The Honest Mummies. Series two of the Honest Mummies podcast is kindly sponsored by Sprout, the first ever discount club for pregnancy and parenthood. Born out of the reality of just how expensive having a baby can be, Sprout is here to help you save at what we know to be a truly expensive time. Sprout has partnered with over 90 amazing brands for you and your little ones that Hannah and I both love, giving members repeat discounts to help them save. So whether you're pregnant, your partner is pregnant, you're adopting, have little sprouts or older ones, membership is open to all parents and parents-to-be and you can now buy a premium membership for a friend to help them to save too. It even comes with a free gift box, making it a perfect present. To get £5 off your Sprout Lifetime Premium Membership, use the code THEHONESTMUMMIES at checkout. Hey guys, and welcome back to Series 2, Episode 5 of the Honest Mummy Podcast. This is actually our penultimate episode of this season. I can't believe how fast it's gone, but it's going to be on toddler behavior slash independence because we know that the two are linked and we're also going to be touching on potty training as we said last week. First of all Hannah though how are you? I'm well I've got a cup of tea partially drunk in my hand and a sleeping baby in her carrier on me so hopefully we'll get through as much content if you hear any baby goo goo gagas it's not me or Nick. How are you? No, I'm fine. Thanks, Hannah. I'm still on my birth ball. Things aren't too bad this week. So I'm 34 weeks pregnant. Still haven't done anything with the nursery yet. But I'm impressed with you. Like I remember the days of having Henry in the sling and you feel like you're smashing it doing mum life and work life at the same time. I know it's it's needs must, isn't it? We've got to do what you gotta do. Nap time ended up being around here. So we've timed our recording so we can get this done today. But I'm excited about this one. Potty training we've done. I know it was something that you were gonna start last weekend, you mentioned. I think H is a little bit under the weather, wasn't he? Yeah, so I think this is a big thing in that I've spoken to Katie from Slumber Tots about because we're using her guide. And she just said that if your little one is like off it or distracted, you know, like distracted with a really bad cough, then it's perhaps best to delay it. So basically Friday night, Henry woke up suddenly, like in the middle of the night, just after we'd gone to bed, basically almost like coughing like a seal. And it sounded horrendous. He was gasping for breath. When we ended up phoning 111, the paramedics did arrive, well, it was two hours later, but by that time, things had actually got loads better. He still had a cough, but the whole croup thing had gone. So they confirmed it was croup and just all weekend, he's been a bit, he's been off his food and just been coughing. And we just thought, you know what? I made it so that two weekends in a row, we had zero plans just to take the pressure off. So yeah, we're going to start again next week. But I think you trained your little girl a while ago now. 
Yeah, so we first attempted it at 20 months because she was showing all the signs of being ready, things like squatting down to do business in the nappy, telling me when she was doing so, um, like pulling at a nappy or able to pull up and down her own leggings and just showing a bit of interest generally when I went to the toilet. So yeah, we um, tried it at 20 months, but to be honest, I don't really think she was emotionally ready. We had lots of accidents. Now, I know accidents are very, very normal and part of the process. However, after like five to six days, I just felt like she was getting a little bit distressed of it. So for us, I didn't want it to create any negative association. So we went back to nappies and thought we'd revisit it at a later date. So just before she was then two, um, she was asking to put on her underwear because we had it obviously from the first time. So I don't know if this is just a bit like a, I want to try on knickers type thing, though, to be honest. But but we were both so much calmer that time round. The weather was nice, which I think is a, a win if you can do it in summer. Not always, I know, but it, it was good for us because it meant we could be in the garden. But yeah, the second time was a lot better. I tried to rather than and I have read pe- different approaches, um, but pe- some people say to take them to a potty every however many minutes I don't actually know how many it is but we didn't do that I just mm-hmm. rather left it up to her more child-led and let her go to the potty when she felt like it so we did a lot of talking about the process so things like when I needed the toilet this is like between the potty training stages really I'd be like oh I think my body's telling me I needed to go to the toilet so I'm going to go to the toilet so things like that which might sound a bit ridiculous to us as parents out loud but I think that then helped her build that association um so when so when she was potty training I could say things like is your body telling you it needs to do a wee wee if I felt like she was needing to go for instance but most of the successful trips were on her own accord but yeah so how are you feeling about the weekend well so I'm looking forward to this weekend it's interesting what you said actually about the whole um that is one method of potty training um putting them on the potty every 15 minutes however um I know that Katie doesn't recommend that and obviously you didn't follow it because apparently it can teach them something almost like to empty the bladder when not needed and actually you need bladder training so that the bladder gets full and then they get the urge to go. So yeah, I think it's all about monitoring them. It's all about starting with like no pants, no nappy on. We are actually going to do a change this weekend, you know. So when we first tried to potty train several months ago, and it was just after we were in hospital with constipation. So it's the worst time ever, like you. So like we abandoned it. Um, And then this time we didn't even start it. But this time I was like, right, Oliver, my husband, I want you home this weekend so that we can do it together. The first time I did it and we were going really well for like the first day and a half and I was by myself. And so what I've actually said to Oliver this weekend is you go out like basically for nearly the whole day on the Saturday. Of course, he's absolutely delighted, can catch up on work. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, because, well, I'm actually going out that night with some girlfriends. So actually, I think it's better that only one of us is in the house. And I don't know what you think to this, because like when two of us have tried to do bedtime, it's just distracting and like he plays us off against each other. And so actually, we're going to do it by ourselves, even though I thought it would be easier. I think it was harder. Yeah, I think if you stay, you have to have to stay close to them. We, we were at home for the good first few days. The only thing we did do actually was like go on the dog walk. And at mm-hmm. the time she was in the pram, well, in and out of the pram rather than the buggy board so um we didn't have that at the time so I just put a towel or something on the pram I know you can get things like puppy pads or what are the other pads called that you have when you give birth I can't remember what they're called they look the yeah. same yeah I've gone and bought one actually I've gone and bought a car seat cover 
it's just like a little slip thing that they sit on just because I thought like I can't be dealing with we all over the car like it'd be disastrous like you know I wouldn't be able to wash it and dry it in time for the next time you needed it especially for out yeah I think short journeys are okay but not on the first few days I think it was like about day six before we um went on a short car journey with that the travel potty is amazing I think you've got the same one as us Nick that you can put a liner in it and dispose of it. So that's really, really good to have in your boot. We've got the same travel potty as you with the liners. And I actually put it on Instagram about where other parents use it. Because I was thinking, oh my goodness, like going to the toilet in a car park. But I think once you do it the first time, then you just get over it and you, you do it anywhere. I think we've taken the travel potty and done it on a pavement somewhere. So it doesn't really matter. My other tip would be if you have a potty that you're using at home to keep it near the front door so that when you come home, it's right there and ready for them to use. So you're not going to have an accident as soon as you walk in the door, which we, we learned the hard way. So I definitely do that. And also after nap time, um, take the nappy off um, and pop them straight onto the potty. So even if that's in their bedroom, just whilst you're training as well. But generally, the second time was so much calmer with the odd accident. But for us, the weather helped, but you don't need the weather to be good. It was just handy for the cleaning side of things. Yeah. And we've actually just replaced our carpets with like laminate. So it's a lot better. And I suppose if you do want more information on potty training, I've just did an Instagram live, which is saved as an IGTV on my at Mummy Nutrition page. So we'd recorded it for like 40 minutes or so. So hopefully there's some top tips, especially if you've got things like if the toddler is withholding poo. Katie talked a lot about that. So I need to re-listen to it before the weekend. Yeah. And reward wise, I know lots of different people do different things, but we just did lots of praise, lots of high fives. I don't know what your plan is with that, Nick. We've got a sticker chart, actually, and that worked really well the first time before we abandoned it with fear of inducing another bout of constipation. Yeah, sticker chart. You've got to do like what works for your little one and what's going to get the best out of them to help them learn (laughs) this new skill. And also, I think from doing it the first time around and it not working, like don't be disheartened, I think is, is my top tip. If you think it's going to be the right time and it doesn't happen to be the right time for you and your little one, for whatever reason, you can come back to it. Because I think a follower sent me a message and was like, once they potty train, that's the last bit of baby gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even deal with that. I was so emotional about it. Oh, oh no, no. They'll, well, they'll always be our babies, Hannah. <laughs> no, but so moving on then to toddler behavior and independence with you then Nick is independence something that you promote with H yeah definitely and this was ever since I spoke to Harriet from Harriet's mini explorers because she basically said one of the top tips to preventing tantrums is to give them lots of opportunities for independence throughout the day so this is always in the back of my mind and if you are suffering with tantrums me and Hannah discussed this in season one I am hoping that as Henry turns three in November, I have heard it's terrible twos and caring threes. So I don't, <laughs> or let's... three-nager, maybe, Nick. It might be three-nager. I've heard that one thrown about. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I was just thinking about the things that we do to promote independence, and it's all of the little stuff. Like, for example, we've got, I think I mentioned this in season one, we've got a yes cupboard, which is full of, it's low down, it's full of all of his plastic cutlery his plates his cups and I ask him to get things he can get his shoes like half on now like sometimes they're on the wrong foot but I was thinking that you can get these stickers to put inside them where it's almost like let's say it's a monster cut in half and then you can tell which is your left foot which is your right foot have you seen them 
I haven't seen that, but my other friend sent me a picture and a similar concept. They had a sticker in it um, with their name on as well, actually, because she goes to preschool. And the say it was a unicorn, dinosaur, whatever, the they'd be facing each other like they were looking at each other. So when they put their shoes on, the two figures, cartoons, whatever, would be like looking at each other. So then they get it on the right way. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. And we too, because Henry goes to nursery, we have his name inside. Things like, I mean, because he is still wearing nappies or definitely before bed and for nap time, I ask him to go get me a nappy. I ask him now to go get me a pair of leggings or um, some socks out of the drawer. And I think just like they love to help. And even things like sometimes Henry just really wants to get in the car seat by himself. So I'm like, fine, I just let him. And I think it's all about assessing in your head is this a risky behavior and if it's not gonna cause harm or if you're there to supervise then just let them get on with it so yeah like what about your three-year-old then like what is she up to now because obviously I always say this she's very advanced (laughs) she's only three months older than Henry and she's like three years older no but yeah with the shoes and stuff like that we she can put her own shoes on now but I say that it doesn't happen every time I think that's important to mention because she definitely doesn't do things every time you ask I think like any little toddler so um, you've got to pick your moments haven't you for independence when the time's right as well but things like we have also introduced things like responsibilities so um we, we have a dog so with the dog I'll get her to either do lunch or dinner for the dog so we have a Tupperware that I filled up in the morning and done breakfast but at lunchtime or dinner time, whenever the moment arises, I'll get her to pour the dog's food in. So she'll then ask me if it's lunchtime, is it just half? Or if it's dinner, is it all of the rest of it? So things like that, I think, are really good because it's getting them to do a responsibility around the house. So we use the word responsibility rather than chore because I don't really like the connotation that with that rather than it being like a responsibility is more empowering for the child I think and as she grows up obviously you can tweak that and add to it as well so hopefully in the, if you need a dishwasher stacker in the future you can get one but yeah independence wise brushing her own teeth obviously that's something that I have to then add to but she tends to want to start doing it herself or like washing in the bath taking the bath plug out or one for you Nick which is quite nice because I know you get hates to pick out like clothes options but in the morning I'll try and get um her to get her baby sister's clothes out even if that's just the vest or something when she wakes up or things like taking off her little sister's sleeping bag when her sister wakes up which obviously needs to be supervised but to be fair she's got a lot gentler with that now so I think it's good isn't it it's just teaching them to care for other other people and animals and things like that I love that Hannah and I haven't actually thought about that because all Henry wants to do is is help and be involved so I will definitely try and get him involved and I'll so when we eventually get a set of drawers for this damn nursery I'll put loads of stuff (laughs) on the bottom drawer so he can go help himself so yeah thanks for that tip yeah no it's a nice one as well you can you can do nappy time and stuff like that but I feel like with their clothes and stuff like that it's more like a oh I get to pick clothes out you know what I mean but any other behaviours then? I know you said, did you say about H, was it lying the other week? Did you have an episode with that? Yeah, so it was like, it was just a little white lie. But basically, so my dad was round, who he calls Papa, short for Grandpa. And um, Oliver's shoes were at the top of the stairs and he just knocked one of the shoes down. And then Oliver came back and he was like, who did that? And Henry just went, Papa. <laughs> and my dad was like, what? And um. <laughs> 
it was just so funny. It, it, it's hard not to laugh in a moment like that though because it's actually like quite funny that they they're trying to do that I know and he maintained it and I spoke to uh, Martha from at Dr MC psychologist who I absolutely love and she said that he could have been doing it almost like to provoke a reaction because she said oh was he scared that he'd be told off and I said well we don't really tell Henry off you know like we don't shout at him or get mad we, we would just say Henry so what we should have done is we should have said Papa and anyway, when I Googled it, it's a developmental thing at around two and a half to three years when they realise that parents don't know it all and they've got a bit of wiggle room. And he tried it again later on when he shoved something off the sat like the wall. But we were all there and we we're like, who did that? And he went, Papa. However, we'd all witnessed it. So we just looked at him and he went, me. <laughs> and I just thought, like... I just thought like it was so clever, but yeah. So I don't know if you've experienced that, but have you experienced any other types of toddler behavior? So I mentioned already about we've got a dog. So I actually talked to Harriet about this, who he mentioned before from Harriet's Mini Explorers. And that's um, when she's really tired is when like the more less desirable behavior comes out sometimes. I don't know if you find that, but so things like she's had, we've had an episode where she's like hit the dog and it's it's how to deal with that. So I was actually speaking with Harriet about it. So rather than we don't like tell her off as such, but I will make it very clear that that's not an acceptable behavior. Mm-hmm. So things like saying no, we don't hit dogs. And then also on the flip side, and we spoke about like things being connected, is really overpraising when she's kind to Betsy the dog. So when she wants to like stroke her kindly or gives her a treat or something like that, it's like giving lots and lots of praise for that because that's such a positive behaviour that we want to flourish. Um, So that's something that I picked up along the way as well. But I think you have to be protectful of the animal and also of your child as well, haven't you? So... So you just got to manage that. Sometimes I've got to keep on top of that when she's tired and just make sure that that's not going to happen for any reason. Yeah. And I know that Harriet always says when you offer praise, you've got to be like really specific. So it's like not about saying, oh, you know, good girl. It's like good girl for being gentle with the doggy. So, yeah, I definitely try and do that with Henry being specific about the praise but obviously so we've mentioned at Harriet's Mini Explorers we've mentioned at Dr MC Psychologist Martha are there any other social media handles which you found helpful with regards to like toddler independence or behavior yes I think the big one and I think you love this one too Nick is at Big Little Feelings and their stories alone are epic but I think a lot of the posts that they put out and I've taken lots of tips parenting wise from there and I think sometimes when you read it you're like oh yeah like it just clicks doesn't it and you think that totally now makes sense it's amazing that we've got access to that type of material online but I think with anything you've just got to pick what what works for you what fits with your values and your family values as well and also don't be afraid to apologize to your child as well I think if you've reacted in a way that you perhaps didn't want to we can't be perfect all the time can we no one's perfect so it's okay also to apologize to your child if you didn't react to that tantrum I think we touched on that last time as well the the way you perhaps wanted to for me it depends how what mood I'm in as in like that sounds awful I'm not like a moody person but I think when you're in a calmer place and you're not rushing somewhere for instance your reaction is better isn't it yeah 100% and it's like I very rarely shout at Henry because 
it doesn't doesn't do any good however it was Saturday night and Henry was in our bed and I think it was like 4am and none of us had slept and he was like I was having a party in our bed and and I shouted <laughs> and I felt really bad because he just cried and then I just I was like so you know sorry you know sorry Henry just gave him a cuddle but yeah I think you realize that and also when you shout, that teaches them that actually shouting is what you do when you get frustrated or angry. So yeah, yeah, I think we all have our moments, but as long as the moments are few far, fewer and far between, and just remember that you are their emotional rock and the storm will pass. <laughs> but I, I, I really enjoyed talking about this, Hannah, like potty training. So thank you for your tips and independence, especially for when baby two comes along. I love those extra tips. Would you like to add anything before we finish this penultimate episode? Good luck with your potty training. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to next week. We're going to be chatting all about like what is next in our motherhood journeys, like where we're up to right now. Yeah, and what's going on and plans for the rest of the year and early into 2022. Have you got Father Christmas books, Nick? Let's talk about that next week, Hannah, because obviously there's a whole Santa and Montessori thing. I think let's talk about our oh, next week. and pumpkin <laughs> picking. But let's talk about let's talk about that next week, Han. Yeah, okay. All right then. Last time I went pumpkin picking, there I vomited whilst I was pregnant and wet myself in the car. So we might not touch too much on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest Mummies podcast. Remember to tag us at the Honest Mummies on Instagram to get involved in the conversation. We really would love to hear from you. And finally, please do subscribe and check out the show notes below for links to our nutrition and fitness ebooks too. See you soon. Series two of the Honest Mummies podcast is kindly sponsored by Sprout the first ever discount club for pregnancy and parenthood. Born out of the reality of just how expensive having a baby can be, Sprout is here to help you save at what we know to be a truly expensive time. Sprout has partnered with over 90 amazing brands for you and your little ones that Hannah and I both love, giving members repeat discounts to help them save. So whether you're pregnant, your partner is pregnant, you're adopting, have little Sprouts or older ones, membership is open to all parents and parents-to-be and you can now buy a premium membership for a friend to help them to save too. It even comes with a free gift box, making it a perfect present. To get £5 off your Sprout Lifetime Premium Membership, use the code THEHONESTMUMMIES at checkout.